Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. Excellent. Hey, I want to ask you, how are your family and your friends holding up with this pandemic? How are they feeling? Are they feeling good? Are they back to work? Did they go back to work or are they working from home? Or are they working at all? You know, that can add to the stress in not only their life, but also your life. You know, if they're working from home, it changes the dynamic of your house, of how things work during the day. Or if they're not working, that definitely changes the dynamic of your life. You have to be easy with them also. You have to be kind to them. You have to take their feelings into consideration as well as they take yours into consideration. Just an important note there. So have you been keeping up with your doctor's appointments? Have you been keeping up with your medication? Have you been keeping up with your social distancing and wearing the masks that you're supposed to wear? The right masks. Very important. Are you wearing the gloves if you go to the store? Are you getting some exercise? Are you getting some fresh air in you? Are you doing the right thing? That's that's the most important thing. Are you doing the right thing? Now, have you been tested for the coronavirus? Has your doctor suggested that you be tested for the coronavirus? I want to tell you a quick story. About a month ago, my doctor suggested that I get tested for the coronavirus. So I... I did it. I had it done in his office and the nurse came in and she did it. And it was like getting a swab for a flu, you know, a flu swab. It wasn't as bad as people were saying on TV. It was poking you in the brain and all this other stuff. It was halfway up your nose. They twisted the swab up there. They did both nostrils. They put it in a tube. They sent it off. But here's the thing. It took 14 days to get the results back from that test. Plus it cost me a hundred bucks. Now, for 14 days, I, w- I, I had to quarantine myself. So whether I had the coronavirus or not, I was quarantined. Now, fast forward, I have to go tomorrow to get a, a PICC line put into me for an infection that I have in my bone. And I'm going to be doing infusions for the next co- well, for the next six weeks, 24-hour-a-day antibiotics. This should be fun. But before they can do that, they have to do a corona test, the COVID test. And I told them, I said, I just had it done doesn't matter. You have to have it done three days before the the procedure. So (laughs) I'm like, well, it took 14 days to get the results. Oh, don't worry about it. They got to do it. So I went day before yesterday and I went to a driving station at the hospital and they came out with this swab. I swear to God, it wasn't really, but it felt like it was about two feet long. And the nurse said, all right, just put your head back against the headrest and says, I'm going to stick it in your nose. It may be a little bit uncomfortable. I'm thinking to myself, I just had this done. It wasn't that uncomfortable. Boy, she stuck it in. I swear to God, she was swabbing my brain. It went all the way up. And I was wondering why they handed me tissues. When I first started, she said, you can wipe your eyes now. And they did both nostrils. And here's the funny thing, though. When I did it in the doctor's office and I paid them 100 bucks, it took 14 days to get the results. I did this the day before yesterday. Yesterday in my email, I got the results. I don't have the coronavirus or the COVID-19. <laughs> Why? Why is there such a difference? I don't understand it. But anyhow, we got a good one for you today. Uh, 
Number one, Social Security is celebrating 85 years of serving the American people. And they have a, a little note they want to pass on to you, which is very interesting. One of the more interesting ones, to be honest with you. We're also going to talk about myths about disabled people. You know, there's a lot of myths out there. People think, everyone thinks they know about disabled people and what they feel and what they want and how they want it. We're going to dispel some of those myths. And we're going to do part two of Who Are You? And we also have an update on the hand cleansers. Now, you remember a couple of, couple of episodes back, I told you there was nine or so hand cleansers that were no good for you. They could cause serious injury and even death in some cases. <laughs> I got a shock for you. So you want to stick around for that. Sit back, relax, and let's get started here. All right, before we continue, let me remind you, An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast, so if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. Also, I want you to go over and check out our group page on Facebook. That's at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living. That's going to bring you to the page Living with a Disability. Go over there, check that out. Join in on the conversations. uh, Ask a couple of questions. Maybe answer a couple of questions. Just go over there, check it out. Okay? All right. I have a notice here from Social Security written by Mike Corby, Deputy Commissioner of Communications. 85 years of serving the American people. We take pride in having provided vital benefits and services to the to this great nation for 85 years. America has a diverse population with a variety of needs. With our diverse population in mind, we have created web pages that speak directly to groups of people who may need information about our programs and services. These pages are easy to share with friends and family or on social media. Here are just a few that might speak to you or someone you love. We proudly serve wounded warriors and veterans. They made sacrifices that preserved the freedoms Americans treasure. Many of them do not know that they may be entitled to disability benefits from Social Security. So share our resources page for benefits with them to make sure they get the benefits they deserve. And they can reach that page by going to www.ssa.gov forward slash people forward slash veterans. That's www.ssa.gov forward slash people forward slash veterans. Next, Social Security plays an important role in providing economic security for women. Nearly 55% of people receiving Social Security benefits are women. With longer life expectancies than men, women tend to live more years in retirement and have greater chance of exhausting other resources and sources of income. A woman who is 65 years old today can expect to live on average until 87, while a man 65 years old today can expect to live on average till about 84. Also, women often have lower lifetime earnings than men, which usually means lower benefits. Women need to plan early and wisely for retirement, and we're here to provide valuable information to help. 
share our women's page with someone who needs this information and may need help planning for their golden years. Okay, now they can find the women's page at www.ssa.gov forward slash people forward slash women. That's W-O-M-E-N. That's www.ssa.gov forward slash people forward slash women. W-O-M-E-N. Do you know someone who's just starting out in their career? Now is the time for them to start preparing for retirement. The sooner they begin to save, the more they'll have at retirement. Share our early career resources page with a young worker you know. Now they can get that page at www.ssa.gov forward slash people forward slash early career. That's www.ssa.gov forward slash people forward slash early career. Now, if you didn't see the category that you're in or hear the category that you're in in this letter, you can go to www.ssa.gov forward slash people and look through all the categories that are listed there. As we mark our 85th anniversary, we look forward to serving America for generations to come. Well, thank you, Social Security. I know you've been a big help to the disabled community. There you have it, folks. Check out those pages. It's interesting to find out what's available and what's available to you. So let's move on here. Let's move on to the next one. Our next one, we're going to talk about myths about disabled people. This should really get you. So sit back and let's get going. All right, we're going to call this section Myths, Rumors, and Lies. <laughs> as as lightened as most people believe themselves to be nowadays, when it comes to interacting and dealing with people with disabilities, they fall far short. I believe the fact is that there is something about a person with a disability that scares the shit out of able-bodied people. But I also believe that that fear is created in their own minds with no basis whatsoever in reality. Maybe if people took the time to get to know, and I mean really know, a person who has a disability, that fear would disappear. There are so many myths out there that some people take as gospel when it comes to people with disabilities, some really serious ones and some downright funny ones. Today, we're going to try and put some of them to rest once and for all. Let's get started. Myth number one, all people with a physical disability also suffer from a mental disability. False. Here, I'm going to just one thing I can say about that. Stephen Hawking's. Okay, the man was a genius. No mental disability there. Myth number two, all people with a mental disability are dangerous to be around. False. Why would they be dangerous to be around? That's like saying somebody that has a cold is dangerous to be around. Somebody that has cancer is dangerous to be around. A mental disability, mental disease is a sickness. It's not some sort of uh, evil spell put on somebody. Myth number three, all people with physical disabilities have some sort of mental disability. What are you, crazy? That's false. We already said that. People with a physical and or mental disability don't need handicapped parking because they can't drive. What? People with physical disabilities can drive. Maybe not all physical disabilities, but 
most. Here I am. I'm an amputee. I drive. There's there's tests out there for people with mental disabilities. There's a testing that the state does to see if you're capable of driving. And whether you whether you're capable of driving or not, the person that takes care of you, that drives you, can get a, a parking permit in your name for you to be to be used for you. All people with a disability prefer to only associate with with other people with disabilities. That's nonsense. That's like saying all blondes only prefer to deal with other blondes. Or all Italians only want to talk to Italians. Or all black people only want to talk to black people. All white people only want to talk to white people. That's ridiculous. That's that's false. I mean, come on. People with disabilities only want to di- only want to date other people with disabilities. What are you crazy? That's nuts. Why? Why would why would you even think something like that? All people with disabilities are good, kind, loving, and honest people. Bullshit. There is not there is no designation. There is no one person that no one type of person, I should say, that is a good, kind, loving, honest person all the time. There's not. What do you think? A, a person with a disability can't be a scumbag? They can. That's a lie. That's a lie. They they can. People with a disability cannot enjoy the same things as able-bodied people can. Why not? Why not? Able-bodied person. They like to go on vacation. What do you think? A person with a disability doesn't? An able-bodied person likes to go out to dinner. You think, an, uh, think a person with a disability doesn't? An able-bodied person likes to watch sports. A person with a disability doesn't? That's a false statement. You should always drop whatever you're doing and go help a person with a disability handle everyday tasks. False. A person with a disability is independent. They try to be as independent as they possibly can. Now, it's different if they ask for your help, but you don't have to drop everything and go over and help them. I made that mistake one time before I had a disability. I saw a person trying to get out of a car and get into a wheelchair at an auto shop. And I went over to hold the door open. The guy snapped at me. He says, he says, I can do it myself. I can do it. Very sorry. I thought, at first I thought, wow, what a, what a creep this guy is. Uh, you know, maybe the word you were looking for is thank you. But then we spoke afterwards and he explained. And then when I became disabled, I realized I don't want people to feel bad for me. So when it comes to doing the everyday things, the everyday tasks, I want to try and do it myself. If I can't, then I have to swallow my pride and ask somebody else for help. Well, those are just a couple of the myths that are out there. And what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks is we're going to visit different myths and different rumors, different lies out there. And we're going to explain them. We're We're going to explain how they're wrong or maybe how they're right. And if you have any, I'd like you to share them with us at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living. Put the myths up on the board that you've heard and let me know whether you think they're right or wrong or maybe they're just an outright lie. But we're going to we're going to visit this every week for a couple of weeks in the future here. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what we come up with. All right. So let's move on here. A couple of weeks ago, we did a story here on the podcast from the CDC about 
I think it was 9 or 11 hand sanitizers that they banned, saying that they were dangerous for you, that they could cause physical damage, they could even kill you. Well, the CDC has expanded that list from 9 or 11 to 150. That's right, 150, 150 different hand sanitizers that they have banned. So you want to see that list, you can go over to our group page. That's www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living and look for the post on the top of the page that says CDC bans 150 hand sanitizers. The whole list is printed on that post. So go over there, check it out. That's www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living and check out that list of the banned hand sanitizers. 150. Don't get caught with them. That could that could hurt you. It could hurt your skin. It can kill you. So be careful. Check out that list. Let's move on here. All right, we're into Who Are You? This is part two. And if you recall last episode, I gave you some homework to do. I asked you, how do you want to be remembered? How do you want to be perceived? It's the same thing. Now, I'm not talking about how do you want to be remembered after you're gone, after you've left this earth. Although, that is part of it also. But how do you want to be remembered when you leave a room? Or how do you want to be perceived when you're in the room? Now, I gave you a list of 22 different traits. One being, are you a martyred soul? You know, somebody who's always like, well, uh, all right, you do it and don't worry about me. And number 22 being, are you a liar? You know, do you want to be perceived as a martyred soul? Or do you want to be perceived as a liar? Are you a complainer? Do you complain about everything? Nothing is right. Nothing is good. Are you pissed off 24-7? Nothing makes you happy? These are all traits, all character flaws. Actually, that's what they are. They're character flaws. And to be singled out as one of them, to be a complainer. Do you want people to think you're a complainer? Like, when they see you, they see you come into a room. Oh, Christ, here comes Jimmy. He complains about everything. Or, here comes Jimmy. Oh, we're going to have to hear he's the martyred soul. Oh, his life sucks. Or, here comes Jimmy. Mr. Wonderful does everything. He can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You know, stop locomotives and catch speeding trains and all this other stuff. You know, he's a liar. The thing is, the thing is, all 22 of these traits, all 22 of these characteristics a part of every one of us. At one time or another, we've all expressed every one of these 22 characteristics. At one time or another, we've all been a martyred soul. You, you can't say no. If you say no, you're a liar. And there you are. There's number 22. Number two, do you self-pity? Or do you always pity yourself? Oh, woe is me. Woe is me. If you say no, if you say you've never done that, Again, number 22, you're a liar. Are you loud? Are you quiet? Are you meek like a mouse? Or are you just a pissed off person? You're never sorry for things that you've done wrong. Again, tell me that you've never done this. These are all parts of our, of our character. These are all characteristic traits that every one of us, every one of us hold. 
And the thing is, we have to try and control them. Because if we focus on one, if we focus on one, and you get a lot of people, especially in the handicapped community, a lot of people focus on one. And not because, I don't want to say not because it's a conscious effort, because it is. You know, people who are handicapped look for the attention. I'm being honest. I'm being 100% honest. They fall into these traps. Like somebody comes to see them and they can't just say everything's fine because they feel because they they do have a handicap because they are disabled. Things can't be fine. So then they play the martyred soul or they play the self-pity and it gives them the attention. And that's not who we are. That's not who we are supposed to be. That's the whole point of this. That's not who we're supposed to be. We are supposed to be a compilation of all of these because it's normal. But to focus on one, to focus on one is dangerous. Because what happens then is you're going to alienate yourself. If you're going to be the martyred soul 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, you're going to alienate yourself from family and friends. Because after a while, they get tired of being around you. They get tired of hearing it. If you're going to be a liar 24-7, who wants to be around a liar? I'd rather be around a murderer than a liar. I can't stand liars. If you're going to be rude, who needs you? But there's a time and a place. That's what. I, that's the other thing. There's a time and a place for every one of these characteristics. There is a time to complain. There is a time to be rude. There is a time to be serious. There is a time to be sad. There's a time to be happy, like a jackass. There's a time for everything. You can't let yourself fall into one of these characteristics and stay there. So what I'm trying to say is, think about it. And you make a conscious effort. If you see yourself, you got to listen to what you're saying. You listen to what you're saying yourself. If you always hear yourself complaining, then you got to catch yourself. Because what's going to end up happening is nobody else is going to tell you. Nobody wants to be the person that's going to tell the disabled person to shut up or stop complaining. Nobody wants to be that person. So what they'll end up doing is they'll start to separate themselves from you a little bit. You know, they'll start to shy away from you. And next thing you know, you have nobody around anymore. You have no company. You've, you've alienated them because of your complaining, because of your lying, because of whatever. Whatever characteristic you, you focused on out of this list, you've alienated these people. And you don't want to do that. Now, I also want to make it perfectly clear, perfectly clear. This isn't just for disabled people. This is every everybody has these same characteristics. It's just that as disabled people, we have more time to get lost in our own heads. It may be like a, de a defense mechanism. It could be that people look at us and we want them to know that we are disabled and we're afraid of losing our benefits. We're afraid of losing our insurance. We're afraid of... When, when you're disabled and you have time to think, you become afraid of everything and you're afraid to actually be happy. This is the truth. Ask anybody that's been on disability for any length of time. You're afraid, especially in the beginning, to appear happy. You're afraid to appear as if you're getting better, if that makes sense. And I want to I wanna say this because I've said this a hundred thousand times on this podcast. Because you're disabled, because you have a disability, doesn't make you a prisoner, doesn't make you less of a person. You're just a person with a disability. It, it doesn't make you less. And 
we have to get that thought out of our heads. People seem to think that once you have a disability, once you're, once you're designated as having a disability, you're bedridden. And too many people look at us and say, well, you don't look like you're disabled. So now we have to fall into that, that trap, I guess. I guess is a, is, a, is a good word, I guess. Not a good word, but a bad word, but whatever. We fall into that trap, and now we have to play the part. And we're afraid to act like we're okay. So who are we? We are formidable people. That's who we are. We're not the dregs of society. We're not the bottom of the barrel. We're not less than human. We're human beings that have a disability. We have to do things a little bit different than other people do. Doesn't make us less of a person. That's who we are. And all these characteristics, all these traits, it's all part of us. Don't, don't. Try to get rid of it. And I want to say one thing, because I've had one person already tell me this. They said, you can say all you want that everybody has these traits, but not everybody has all of them. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. This one person, it's a woman, she says to me, I don't lie. I've never lied. Well, that's a lie right there. If you're going to tell me that you never lied, you're a liar. Everybody, everybody in this lifetime has told a lie. I don't care whether you are... A, a, a five-year-old child or a 95-year-old retired priest, you've told the lie. It could be an exaggeration. It could be anything. You know those little white lies? Those are lies. An exaggeration? That's a lie. You don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, so you tell them something different? That's a lie. It doesn't make you a bad person. It's just a characteristic that everybody has. Everybody has done it. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. But that's who we are. We're formidable human beings. Remember that. Well, I'd like to thank you for stopping by this week. And I want to remind you something. Uh, If you haven't done it lately, check your handicap placket and check the expiration date on it. They're really starting to crack down on the handicap placards and people using them. You got to remember... Those are only meant for the people with the handicap. If you give that to your brother or your sister or your aunt, your uncle to use, and they get caught using it, number one, they'll confiscate that placard. Number two, they can get hit with hefty, hefty fines. And you're going to have to reapply for a placard again. And you may or may not get it because you lent it to someone else. That placard is meant for you, for the handicapped person. Not for someone else to get a good parking space during a rainstorm or Black Friday or Christmas shopping or something like that. But check your expiration date because if you put up a placard with an expired date on it, that's the same as not having a placard at all and you can get hit with a hefty fine or your car can even get towed. So just something to watch out for. Check it out. Make sure you're still still valid. And I want to remind you something else. Nobody has ever gone blind by looking at things on the bright side. So try to look at things from the bright side. Don't always be in darkness. Don't always be down. Try to perk up. Okay? Listen, you've been listening to an apple a day. My name is Jimmy Apple. And I want to remind you, the best medicine for everything and anything is laughter. I'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 
for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.